0: It's Boxing Day, and the antidote is in Toronto with Leroy Hamp of War of
1: Ages. Now, okay, I have a question for you. We were debating on what this was, but what exactly is Boxing Day? We have no idea. We've never heard of it. All the years that I've played Canada, I've never heard of boxing. Maybe because we haven't been here the day after Christmas ever, but uh, what is Boxing Day? I don't think any
0: Canadian actually knows what Boxing Day is, except it means you get another day off after Christmas, and that's when the big sales go on so you guys could do black friday now black friday's coming into canada but boxing day was the day that you went out to buy the christmas gift that nobody bought you
1: oh that's so sweet okay it makes sense yeah because we were like maybe it's the the boxing up the toys you didn't want you know that's what steve said he was like boxing up the toys you didn't want and you take them back that sounds like boxing day see, so the
0: whole deal is as soon as we finish with this you and i we go out and we're going to go
1: up Oh, shopping. okay. And buy the toys we didn't get. Well, I didn't get anything this year. Not that I'm, I'm bitter about it. I was probably just a bad boy. But I think that, um, I'm okay with not getting, it. my kids got everything. So, and not necessarily from us buying him, but our grandparents, lots of grandparents for our kids. So they all decided to buy him something this year. We never do the gift thing. And my, my daughter got a couple of gifts and, and it was like, um, stimulation overload. <laughs> She's two and a half, so she's oh. running around the house. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, she's overstimulated. We need to like to put her down for a nap or something. So, <laughs> that's brutal. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a metal. That's a metal story right there. It's brutal. <laughs> no, we're gonna get real serious now because
0: that's that's how we do things on the antidote. All right, so we're gonna go way back. Wargages has <laughs> been around for over a decade.
1: <laughs> yep. How did the band start? Well, basically, this band started with Steve, myself, and a couple other people working at Walmart. Uh, we all worked at Walmart. We were, you know, fresh out of high school, needed a, a good job, and Walmart was hiring, so we went there, all met each other. I met Steve, asked him, let's start a band, and that's exactly what it was. We started a band and brought a couple of people in from Walmart. It was all Walmart based band at one time, and then uh, obviously, People, you know, go and find careers and don't think that the band is going to be something that's able to support or sustain a family, so they move on, and uh, Steve and I just stuck it out and grabbed my brother and took him for a ride, too. (laughs) Okay, now, does that mean that Walmart sells War of Ages CDs? Uh, They do, actually. Um, We, at least one of them that I know of does, Uh, the one that we worked at, (laughs) Uh, probably because Steve, like, harassed them big time about... um, you know, getting us uh, in there. But that's, I've heard other Walmarts have it too, or at least they have it online. I think everybody's decreased their CDs uh, as far as what they've had in stock in general. But Walmart, like, that Walmart has them still. Now i got going to explain what's
0: going on. So the rest of the band, they're practicing their Frisbee golf.
1: Yes. They Oh, Frisbee golf is a, a big, huge... No, it's called disc golf. I I'm don't sorry. really play. I'm sorry. Okay, disc golf. Yeah, I don't really play as much, but they are very specific on disc golf. I say frisbee golf, and they look at me like I'm a terrible human being. But it's actually disc. So if you hear random shouting and excitement, that's them. They have a guy from a sh- in uh, a guy flew to Denver, Colorado, on this tour to give us a portable disc basket that's a riot yeah so they've been setting it up every venue in random places and that gets set up first yeah, before yeah. everything else Before anything else the most important thing is to practice your putting I don't really play I played maybe four times in my entire life but they're pretty adamant about it I think they they've even talked about going pro which I think is kind of funny but hey we're more power to them all about supporting the little guys
0: I was going to get into this really lame joke about you guys all being from Erie, PA, and I was going to reference that movie, That Thing You Do. And oh, the yeah. Wonders.
1: Or how about but, the uh, when Tom Hanks got off the plane, was given a, a ticket uh, for speeding or something when he got off the plane, and literally turned, looked at the city, was like, this place is sorry. And then he turned right around, got back on the plane, and left. And didn't even shoot that thing you do in Erie at all. But now, nothing's with Erie. Pretty much. But I still enjoy it, my family's from there, I still love Erie, they just got a a few new restaurants, you know, and they seem to be moving up in the world as far as the restaurant establishments and whatnot, so. And it does make for a short drive to Toronto. It does, makes for a very three and a half hour short drive, which I'm thankful for the day after Christmas. As long as you don't get held up at the border. Exactly, which Battlecross is sitting there right now probably rethinking their lives. (laughs) You guys have always had melodic
0: elements to your hardcore. Yeah, I mean it's really got almost a Scandinavian feel, uh, a Swedish
1: metal, Scandinavian. Yeah, Swedish yep. metal. Has that
0: always been something that you've been?
1: I would say forward? yes, because Steve is very, very um, into bands like In Flames and Soil Work, and uh, you know he's yeah. always had that Swedish feel to him. I am not as like versed in the Swedish metal sort of things. I grew up a hardcore kid. I grew up on you know Rage Against the Machine and. And uh, you know, bad brains mm-hmm. and sick of it all and you know stuff like that. But uh, Hatebreed, those are all the bands that I listen to. But uh, Steve, he was always more into the Swedish metal. And then our guitar player Jack, he was in Iron Maiden and you know you're more um, you know just very opera type metal and epic mm-hmm. parts and stuff. So merge those two together and you've got two awesome writing machines. And then me just backing it up with some hardcore vocals. <laughs> It's funny, we were talking about, I'm like, oh, it just as long as it sounds heavy and has, like, some, some energy to it, you know, and so my vocals don't sound so happy. <laughs> I'm like, then I don't care what you guys do. Dueling solos, I don't care. That gives me a break. Hardcore's not supposed to be happy. No, it's supposed to be sad and angry and pissed, and that's what I am. So I'm like, I'm always like, as long as I can write pissed, I'm good. But we were just talking about the last show that you played in Peterborough Um, and I was laughing
0: saying that was probably the funniest show I ever saw because everybody was just howling with laughter the whole
1: time. Oh yeah, I mean, well that was, it was a small show, the turnout wasn't that great and um, you know, really honestly you play to the crowd. The crowd's having fun and it's our responsibility to give everybody that is in the establishment a fun time and that's what we do. I was crawling on Steve's back at one time. I do all kinds of craziness. So, yeah, craziness happens. Well, it's funny because you guys are a really popular band. Uh And I was
0: really surprised at the turnout there. You You win some, you
1: lose some. That's the way I look at it. But either way, if you come out to a warbidden show, if you happen to hear about one last minute and you come out, you know you're going to get a good time. (laughs) Regardless of how many people are there, we really don't care. I mean, yeah, definitely. I'm not going to say if there was 100,000 people there, we would totally be stoked. Yeah. You know, but if there's only 20, we're still going to give them a good show. It might be a little different than there if there was 100,000. You know, at least you would have headwalking probably at that show. But this one, you know, there wasn't enough to head walk. So I figured I would just ride piggyback on a few of our instruments. You know, guitar players or whatever. Well, we were talking there about
0: your music being so popular. What is it that you think that makes you guys stand out so
1: much? I think it's the twist of... of I mean, I, I could... Label that us as like the cliche metal but I think that we've stayed pretty traditional with, with our Swedish metal and, um, stayed pretty traditional with our metal influence in general where a lot of metal core is more about rhythmic and, and breakdowns and, and rhythm and whatever else. And, and we've always been more traditional in that aspect as far as dueling solos and, and melodic, mm-hmm. and, you know, parts and, and, uh, you know, still keeping the hardcore vocal style but um you know we we've, we've definitely stayed pretty traditional as well and mixed that element those elements of the metalcore in lightly where other bands like a band like Killswitch Engage has gone like very singy very you know all that aspects very melodic but then still heavy and you know your thrash and whatever else but we have stayed kind of you know Iron Maiden meets and maybe like I don't know Hatebreed <laughs> vocals I don't know <laughs>
0: you know from your lyrics it's obvious that War of Ages you know
1: creates music from a Christian perspective mm-hmm. but do you ever feel that limits what you do? <clears throat> not at all because music is a reflection of self and and honestly we don't really play necessarily or write, I don't write as a lyricist for the Christians, or for you know, secular kids, or or whatever you want to label anything, I honestly write towards the heart. You know, I don't believe in trying to conform anyone to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at it like, okay, here's your heart. Here's somebody that's broken. Here's somebody that's um, abusive or being abused themselves. Here's somebody that's going through depression. Um, I am prone to depression very easily. You know, so I have this outlet of music to help me. You know, keep me from being depressed and whatever else and and uh, so i write towards those people i feel like you change that heart aspect and becoming a christian becoming a believer or whatever is just a natural occurrence of a heart being changed so i don't need to aid that anyway i try to um you know conform someone to christianity then they'll change and then they'll they'll become a better person i feel like you know change your heart in general and then see where that leaves you um so, I mean, that's pretty much what I focus on in all the songs. is like, I've been through this, I've gone through this, so let's uh, change that aspect and become a better person in general. And then, where does that take you? What does that tell you? You know, what are you going to do with your life from here on out? So, that's really what I think makes us so different. I've gotten, you know, people... um different interviews I've done or different kids or whatever else have said that, you know, you don't say Jesus in your songs. You don't, you know, some songs, you're not a uh, vocal about the Holy Spirit mixed with God or whatever else. And I go, well, I'm not writing for you. I'm writing for people that are broken. And I'm honestly writing for myself as a way out from being depressed, from being, you know, uh, empty inside. This is my outlet. Yeah. So I write what I want, and I write what I feel like I'm led to write, and, I, that, and it helps me. And if it helps me, then sweet. And if it helps you by helping me help you, and I can inspire you, sweet, because I can inspire. And that's what I feel like I'm here to do, is, is mainly just inspire. Not change, not anything. If you want to change, that's on you. But the inspiration, I can give you that.
0: Okay. what about if you took it to the nth degree? Do you think that metal has a place in worship music? Sure,
1: if that's what a church wants to do, I have no expectations. There's no box theory with me. Um, it's funny. I had a, a a Mormon came up to me in, where was it, Las Vegas, and he sat with me and he goes, uh, "So, I'm Mormon. We had. He didn't tell me he's Mormon right away. He just, we had this conversation mm-hmm. and, and we were having a really good conversation with our kids and whatever else. And then he said to me, he goes, "So." By the way, I'm Mormon. I'm like, okay. He goes, do you think I'm going to heaven? And I go, I heard an um, analogy, and this is what I'm telling him. I heard an sure. analogy not too long ago. I go, all right, so I look at Christianity like a bullseye. Mm-hmm. Okay, the little red dot that's right here, that's what everybody gives a shit about. This little red dot. And I go, did Jesus die on the cross for our sins? Is he, and, and through that, we are able to get through heaven through the Holy Spirit and whatnot. I go, that's what matters. Everything else on the outside of that, you'll be held accountable for. That's knowledge that's out there for you to learn or if you want to learn it and whatever else, that's what you'll be held accountable for along with this red dot. But This is the core and what matters. You can label it Baptist. You can label it whatever you want. But as long as you believe that, then sure. And I go, is that what you believe? I go, Absolutely. Well, then you'll be all right. I'm like, but when you get up there and he's gonna ask you why John Smith this and whatever else in this Book of Mormon and you know why he believes this and this and this and this and this, and this is what you actually follow and then I explain to him the verse about you know many will come in my name they will you know miracles and whatever else and perform miracles and say I, I did it in your name and he'll say I do not know you like that's what that's talking about yeah. so you know, it's so much more than just like putting a label on something. Here's the core, here's the bullseye, if this is what you believe, sick. If not, probably pretty much in trouble. <laughs> and
0: Pastor Leroy has spoken, so now we know. Sure, exactly. Just giving you a bad time. <laughs> I've often asked this question of a number of different bands. So if you could choose three War of Ages songs that you self-defined you as
1: a band, what would mm. you pick? I would say the three War of Ages songs that define us as a, as a band would have to be Chaos Theory, that's from the new record, um, and that would be lyrically, musically, All Consuming Fire, and just, or personally All Consuming Fire, and then musically, Doomsday. And most guys struggle
0: to come up with that to come up with an answer to that question
1: well I, it's pretty easy for me because lyrically i feel like chaos theory is about you know just the ultimate struggle and all ultimately a friend of ours passed away not mm-hmm. too long ago and um that's what i wrote that song about is the fact that you're reaching it i won't believe you are helpless praying for you with tongues of fire look mm-hmm. at me when i tell you you were loved at your first breath had we told him that had we reached out to him maybe things would be different you know, but then it goes on in the song to talk about just his life and how he turned his back on different aspects and different things and expectations and whatever else. So I feel like that's society as a whole. That's the whole chaos theory. And then All Consuming Fire lyrically, um, or as people, because it's, it's about the love we have for God and it's just unconsuming. He, I mean, it consumes everything. Whether you like it or not, it's there and it burns and it's, it's there to, to bring hope anywhere. So there's that. And then uh, Doomsday is just a cool song, you know, musically. So we just love that song. It's powerful, energetic. It's got some epic parts. <laughs> you know, a little off-timing stuff. So a, a little tricky inside. <laughs> you know, you're talking so, about...
0: It's album number six, isn't
1: it? Yep, album number, album six. number six. Who knows anymore? yeah that was that was a little tough to decide yeah just yeah. depending how you does count. the self-title count or is that fire from the tomb re relived or whatever else i'm like six albums cool
0: bingo but supreme chaos came out in july yep but you really added some new elements to this Well, really vocally and musically
1: yeah we've been kind of going towards a rhythmic way um we don't want to lose the metal aspect at all we're not going to like a mirror or anything like that not that kind of rhythmic um, like I, I've told you before, I grew up listening to like Rage Against the Machine and, and Hatebreed and real energetic and, and just powerful, you know, uh, projection of vocals. So mm-hmm. I also grew up in with gangster rap, you know, Tupac and everything else. So in the very beginning of War of Ages, a lot of people don't know this, but in the very beginning before we had anything released, I, I rapped. Did you yeah, I screamed it? and rapped. So I've always had that like in there, just I screamed you know because that's what was the the norm of, of mm-hmm. metalcore so in this album last album musically we tried to put a little more rhythmic you know tones to it and then this album went very rhythmic with little electronics but it wasn't so much electronic to where it was like the dubstep of today we went more so like 80s 90s hip-hop or or you know rap you know we found different sounds that like. We're a little more of that time time frame stuff, stuff that we grew up with, and then I went a little more rhythmic with my vocals. You know, I on this next album I plan on just full out rapping in the song. Wow. Uh, you know, just playing and doing some different things and having some fun with it. But this album was that bridge album to get us to that point, and um, starting it in, on Return to Life, then Chaos Theory being a little more in that direction, and then next album we can kind of mess with it a little bit more and push push the envelope a little further. Well you have a huge fan base, Uh, so what do you think their expectations are or are they going to be accepting of that? I would hope that like after listening to each one of our albums that they would see that we have always tried to push the um, envelope each album. Each album is always different than the last. Mm-hmm. and you listen to Supreme Chaos and compare it to you know Fire from the Tomb and they're two totally different bands still have the same light elements of War of Ages you can hear War of Ages in both of them mm-hmm. but that's the way I believe it should be it should be a reflection of the time period and what you're trying to do not a totally different band like you know, we were punk rock and then also all of them were hardcore it's like I wanted to be this like always progressing into something until we can create um because we're all trying to create something and there's so much music out there that nobody can create anything anymore but i feel like if we just tinker you know on enough albums and really try to grow each album yeah and grow it from the last step maybe we'll accomplish something so that's probably my brother tinkering around up, up there alex having fun war of ages
0: is currently on tour with battlecross and Wretched during mm-hmm. november december but then in january we are
1: heading off to new zealand yep is that your first time? It's our first time, first ever long, long plane ride like that. We've done Europe a number of times, but we are so excited about going over there. I really want to do a little tour of the uh, Hobbit village. That's what I want to do, maybe catch with great white. Yeah, because you're hooking up with uh, Saving Grace. Yep, Saving Grace is sleeping giant. Sweet. Yep, we're going to tour that countryside, maybe go see some some mountains, find some dwarves, you know, a couple Hobbits but it's rare for you guys to take a support role because usually you're headlining. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely would like to support a lot more because you get a lot of growth in those aspects, but finding the right support tour for the right fit for us is can be a challenge or finding a band that's willing to take us out in this market with hundreds of thousands of bands. It's hard to find the right fit, but, you know, we're patient people. We've been a band for a long time, so we're not in any kind of hurry. And at the same time, if someone wants to take us out and it works out, awesome. If not, we'll headline. We have no, uh, we don't, it's not a matter of not believing that we can't headline because obviously we have, we're not in fear of headlining. We can take care of ourselves and we can support, you know, our, our, on our own personal headlining tour. So, we're no problems with that. You've been on Face Down from
0: day one. I mean, that's unusual nowadays.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, that's been kind of our home. Um, it's not a matter of not, you know, having an option to go anywhere else Uh, but we've just become comfortable with with the way that the uh, demographic works there and and we um, are very familiar with their structure Mm -hmm. and it works if there is a time when it's time to leave then we'll know and we'll move on but at this point in time we're happy there we have no ill will against any um, other labels or anything like that it's just a matter of this is what works and this is it's a good fit for this time uh, we love Shannon, we love Davey, we love you know, Jason and Virginia, and we don't really have any desire to leave, um, so and it's just worked for every album, and they're so, uh, they care about us. <laughs> We've been with them for a while, they, they know us pretty well.
0: <laughs> Not as much as your wife and kids do, though.
1: No, but they know my wife very well, she worked for him. that's where I met her.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's wild. Lee well, Leroy, it's been great
1: having a sit-down with The Antidote, and Thank appreciate you. your time, man, and have a great show tonight. Thank you very much.